Hey folks, you are most welcome to the show. Today we have an amazing guest who is an author of the book Out of the Box. So dear guest, you are most welcome on the show. Hi, I'm so excited to be here with you all. Perfect, perfect. So my audience is really damn excited to hear more about your story because uh, since I came to know about your story, I was like, the story has to be, you know, uh, shared with a lot of people, right? So can you please share your little intro about yours? Well, I basically about 23 years ago, I wanted to get into real estate and I had worked where I was leasing apartments and condos and I had my manager came to me and said, Denise, we don't want to lose you, but I think the natural progression for you would be to get your real estate license. And I really wanted, I really wanted to pursue it. And I had people all around me, friends, family, that when I said, I want to get my real estate license, I was told you could never make it. You could never stand out. It's such a saturated industry. It would be an expensive hobby. Why would you want to invest in yard signs with your face on them with no yard to put them in? Like how ridiculous of an idea is this? And so I, at that time in my life, I really felt like I had to have permission to pursue what what I wanted to do, what I knew innately was my gifting. Um, so I buried the dream. I suppressed it. It didn't go away. So it took me, I got out of that relationship that I was in, that I really kind of was in somebody else's box, if you will. I felt very limited in pursuing my own identity. And that's a very dysfunctional place to live. Um, and it can be very damaging. You can lose your identity through that. So I went through a divorce. I had two young children and I spent over $50,000 on a child custody case, which is a lot of money here in the United States. And at the same time I was going through that, my mother was 49 and she actually was told she had a hernia, which is a very minor you know, health issue and can be fixed very easily. Well, she in fact had stage three colon cancer. And by the time they discovered it, she had surgery and the surgeon was in such a hurry that he left perforations all throughout her colon and she died a few months later. So my point in saying that is there was a very dark period, about a three year period of my time where I had to decide that I was gonna rebuild myself and rediscover myself and actually rescue myself because nobody else was going to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I went to intense therapy about two times a week. And I can remember showing up at my therapist's office and I said, look, I'm here, I show up, that's what I do, but I'm too broken to be fixed. And she assured me that I wasn't too broken to be fixed as long as I'd be committed. And so for the next two years, I rediscovered who I was and found that I have a warrior inside of me. And fast forward to a little bit happier times, I was working in an office. And I don't know if you know, do you have FedEx there? Uh, Surely you do. We, we definitely have. Okay, okay. So my FedEx guy walks in my office and he was really good looking. He had sexy legs, this big bright smile. And I saw him every day for about five years before our first date. 
Once we had our first date, we blended five teenagers. We got married, well, we got married first, blended five teenagers. We quit our jobs on the, the same day with $30,000 in our bank account, with seven mouths to feed and three of them were drivers. Like a lot of expenses, cars, insurance, tires, braces, all these incidentals. And again, we had people that said, you're crazy. I cannot believe you're quitting your jobs and being so neglectful. But we knew that we were doing what was right for us. And we knew we could do it together. It's really helpful when you have a partner that can take that leap with you. Not everyone has that. So we did several things before we arrived at doing real estate. And when we started real estate, we didn't have a paycheck for seven months. And I was extremely stressed out. I mean, think about your bank account just depleting and I didn't even want to spend any of the savings. I was thinking we were going to start selling so quickly we wouldn't even need it because I'm more of an optimistic, you know, mindset type of person. Well, the last five months of the year after we planted and nurtured and watered and plowed and just did all the consistent things to plant seeds for harvest, it finally came. And I'm a farmer's daughter, so I can really relate to watching my dad. It's the only thing I ever saw him do was the process of planting and sowing. So I knew this could come to fruition. I just had to be really steadfast because there's a lot of days we wanted to quit. And the last five months of the year, we sold 40 homes, which you know the average agent does four to eight houses a year. And so I knew this is where we're supposed to be. Although that came with challenges because when you get all that business at one time, and you've ne you're still learning this business, there's a lot of growing pains and learning curves, if that makes sense. So to date, we've sold 650 houses in 10 years, just celebrated 10 years of working together in real estate, and we're top 1% in the Oklahoma City area. So I definitely know for a fact that, thank God we used our failures and mistakes and trials to be our biggest educator and not a grave digger because I allowed somebody two decades ago to basically steal my dream because they didn't have one of their own and tried to put me in their box. And in that, I allowed myself to lose my identity and lose my self-confidence. I, I was stripped of any self-worth. And so that was difficult. So if I would have gotten my real estate license way, you know, 23 years ago, I wouldn't have made it, odds are, because I wasn't surrounding myself with people that were supportive. And so that was one of the things that Troy and I did from the very beginning was we surrounded ourselves. We had a productivity coach. We had mentors that we, we sought out. And we sought out people that were living life, not just beautifully professionally, but also personally. You know, they were managing their families and running their businesses and making things work because that that's an art all in itself when you become self-employed. And so we we knew that we were the average of the five people we hung around the most. So we started intentionally hanging around people, not just in real estate, because I've always loved to evaluate every industry, how they break down their customer service experiences and their menus that they offer but we were intentional about who we spent our time with. And we had to change our tribe. We, we had to limit time we were spending with people that were stagnant, if you will. Um, they weren't bad people, 
but we were, we knew we weren't going to get where we were by remaining what we were. So we, we had to get around people that gave, we gave permission to hold our feet to the fire, to challenge us, but also to be like one of the first people that would, you know, get a pom-pom out of their pocket and celebrate, you know, even our smallest of victories and get on their knees with us when we were struggling and help pick us up. And it's so important. So that was really powerful to us to have accountability. And I, I know we wouldn't be where we, we are today if we wouldn't have sought out that accountability. And we still have the mentors and a coach. And I'm doing coaching. I mean, coaching is extremely important for all of us, no matter what level we are. Perfect, perfect. What an amazing story, inspiring story it is, right? So taking that leap of faith was so inspiring, right? So you guys that took, that's amazing. So as you have shared your backstory, people could relate to it. And, uh, you know, while in this process, there comes one thing into the picture that people fail with that is that how to overcome that limiting belief because when as you mentioned that you took that uh leap of faith so a lot of people have the limiting belief in that as well right so how one could overcome that limiting belief i mean for us i was finally with someone that was really supportive of me and I'm a really free spirit, creative person. And I knew that I didn't want to have a J-O-B. I didn't want to work for the man, if you will. I wanted to be self-employed. And I knew that there was something greater for me out there. And so when we decided that we were going to quit our jobs to become self-employed, we were arm in arm. So we had a support system that was built in and not everyone has that, but it doesn't mean that you can't seek that out find other people that have become self-employed that have been successful and had longevity um seek those people out you know i i am um, i read a book called find your yellow tux and it changed my life it it was one of the reasons that that instigated me writing my own book about our own journey and in this book i felt like this guy was kind of my spirit animal he did he loved to do things the opposite of normal and was very creative in the way he approached social media and just interacting with his clients and so i wrote him on linkedin and there's a character max i could only write so many words to him but i told him i said your book changed my life and it he took a huge leap of faith and i feel like anyone that reads jesse cole's book find your yellow tux they're going to uh, have a surge of confidence in taking a leap of faith. Because whether you have nothing in your pocket or whether you have $30,000 in your pocket, you've got to have the support system around you so that you can do it. And, and for me, part of that was my faith. I'd waited over 20 years to pursue doing something I dreamt of doing my whole life. And that's being my own boss, having my own company, building my own empire, leaving a legacy for my family, which I knew I wasn't going to be able to fund and live debt free and pay for college. And, you know, my son's in law school now do all the things that we needed to do with the former jobs we had. We were paycheck to paycheck, barely making it. And so we decided, you know, I told Troy, I said, 
you know that we're we're doing this big. So failure is not an option. I've waited way too long to do this, to to fall on my face. And so we decided that he would let me kind of be free in the creativity. And we started doing extremely unique things on social media with our clients. So if you bought a house from me, I'm going to take pictures and videos of you while we're looking at the houses. Like, you know, I might put you in a bathtub to test out the bathtub or when you, when you, um, you know, you get the house, I may show up to your door and you don't, you're too young to know what publishers clearing house is. You don't know what this is, but it's like, it's like when you win money, it's a sweepstakes, mm -hmm. it's a contest. So oh, okay. if you want, if you won the publisher's clearinghouse, it's usually like a lot of money. Mm -hmm. They come to your door and they tell you that the, you won the money. And it's a really big thing that used to go on in the United States. And we would come to your door and we'd hold up a sign that said, you got the house. And we would have confetti cannons and we would, you know, blow the, the, um, you know, the things that you blow that make noise, the party, the oh, party yeah. gadgets. Yeah. And so we'd have crazy hats on and we're celebrating with you because you you trusted us to help you find your largest investment, a place you're gonna find home. So it's really important to us that you know, it's a really big deal to us too. And so we just started doing really fun things with our clients, almost like we were doing a documentary on the journey, taking pictures and videos and you know, we share all that with them and they love it. Um, then we started getting into using the power of storytelling for TV. And so we've been able to um, not just talk about real estate for TV, but what's been even more impactful is that, like I've gone on Steve Harvey. Do you know who that is? I am a big fan of him. Okay, okay. So I went on Oprah in 99 and, and that was amazing. And that was how I first got my start of, how, what is the impact when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and kind of show your dark places that aren't always, you know, fun to share, but that's how you're going to connect with people is, can, is, you know, making that vulnerability something that you, you will bear openly. And so Steve Harvey had us come on the show to talk about being blended family experts because we had five teenagers. Then he asked me to come back to talk about the dangers of teen technology, which is I, I became a private investigator because my kids, you know, I wanted to make sure they were safe on their cell phones with all the things going on in the world. And so I went on the Food Network, a comedy series about being a terrible cook. Um, I'm just giving you examples. We've also done HGTV House Hunters, which is real estate related. But no matter what show we've done, it's always gone back to in the newspaper, in the headlines, the press releases. It says Denise and Troy Schroeder, Oklahoma City real estate agents are, you know, being featured. Steve Harvey is featuring them as his expert. So it always comes back to telling the story of what we do. But we're not always on television with our message talking about real estate. So we've been able to make a difference in other areas that really mean a lot to us and it doesn't have to be about real estate all right all right interesting and and i really would like to tell uh, the audience who is listening to us right away that um, we can welcome her as she has become the tv host of the uh, the dream american, american dream, dream realtors right awesome awesome that sounds really interesting yes so uh thank you so much the kind of value that you're putting in is so much amazing right 
so uh, is, there, is there any story that you really like to put over here that uh, you felt like okay uh, you have overcome the limiting belief but that scared you whether it is going to happen or not yeah i mean i think the most amazing things that have happened to me have happened on the other side of sheer terror like when you're so scared to get out of your comfort zone i i had a coach that told me when you get close to going over they call it the border of your comfort zone you know alarm bells will go off because you're getting ready to you know jump over that comfort zone and she said denise you always pull back when you get close to stepping over and so we worked through that and now i'm at a place where you know she said if you don't ever hear your border alarms going off that means you're not growing you're not stretching you're not evolving you're doing nothing you're just stagnant if you're complacent staying there that's up to you so now i'm at a place where i actually crave to hear those alarms going off because i know that i'm moving forward to a, another goal um and i'm always a student we're always if you're going to be good at what you do no matter what craft you you always have to be forever a student and when i i wrote my book out of the box it was very very scary to me to put all this on paper and release it into the world um for maybe praise maybe scrutiny you never know so but i knew i was supposed to do it and um it it's been a blessing but it it wasn't without fear you know it wasn't without trying to talk myself out of being skeptical and negative sometimes that that's something that we have to do every day is give ourselves affirmations and really that comes back to who are you surrounding yourselves with because it's so important because people can put you in check and they can also say you're right where you need to be awesome awesome that's that's like inspiring right every time i i hear what you are saying i'm like yeah that's true right the only thing that you have to do is just keep going right just believe yes. what you are doing right and be and consistent have, right and be consistent that's that's yeah. what is a real game all about right yes doesn't matter sure. whether you are failing whatever is happening no matter what just keep on going right yeah you you cannot give up you just can't right. <laughs> I, there's a lot of days you want to <laughs> but, perfect yes exactly so thank you so much for sharing so much uh, valuable content over here with the audience yes. right and i strongly believe the people who are listening to us right away the person who is listening to us right away will be having the belief system built in his or her mind that no matter what it's just the point of saying let's not give up and people who are out there listening to us right away i'll share the link of her website so that you can jump on checking out her book that she has written out of the box if you have to go out of the box right so exactly. uh, so jump on checking that out and thank you so much dear guest for being an amazing guest on thank the you. show and thank you so much to my audience as well who has been there listening to us uh, constantly like consistently over here thank you so much to everyone